Welcome to PD Podcast, where we talk to interesting people about interesting things going on in the Elyria schools. Now your host, Amy Higgins. Good morning, good morning. How is everybody today? How are you, Producer Marty? Oh, it's Friday. Uh, (laughs) That says it all. (laughs) I'm bushed. It's the end of the day, and... um, it's nice to do these podcasts, though, because we just have to sit here. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you're very encouraging talk. as you sit there, though. It's or hard me, work. mostly, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you're in charge of important music buttons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, the sun is out. That's a good start to the weekend. Yes, it's supposed to be beautiful this weekend. Yeah, good uh, weekend for... Look Sorry at you showing that. off your music buttons. Yeah, I'm just, well, you talked about <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for demonstrating the technology and use in the show. <laughs> I didn't realize, I realize it was still going. <laughs> well, we're so excited. We are here today with one of our wonderful teachers, Mandy Mazzola from Ely Elementary School. Welcome, Mandy. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> Maybe uh, Mandy a little closer to her. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll get you okay. closer there. How's that? There you go. That's that better. Be so, Mandy, what grade do you teach at Ely? I am first grade hybrid this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, that's a new term for all yeah. of us through this last uh, year or so of school. Um, definitely have gotten familiar with uh, a new way of educating in this um, half virtual, half in-person world. So why don't you explain a little bit about what hybrid means? So hybrid is we have, so I have 21 kids in my class and with COVID and social distancing, it wasn't safe at the beginning to have all 21 of them in class at the same time. Uh, So we split them and I have 11 kids who come on Monday and Tuesday Wednesday is an asynchronous day, so I'll post things on our Google Classroom for them to do um, or just like extension activities of what we did that week. And then I have a different group of kids who come in on Thursday and Friday, um, and then we start all over the next week. Yeah, and, and we're, we're pretty excited about uh, after spring break. We're looking forward to a wonderful spring break, and then when we return, we've got our in-person kids coming back together, and I'm sure that's a relief for you as a teacher. Yes, I am so excited. I think it's going to be really great for the kids. Uh, They're excited because I've been mentioning, I'm like, okay, all of our friends are going to be together again. And especially since they got to meet each other when we were virtual around Thanksgiving and Christmas time, all online. Um, They got to talk with each other and kind of learn who they were when they've never met them in person. And now they're excited, like, oh, we get to be with this person. I'm like, yeah, they're going to come in school with us. So they're really excited. I'm excited. Still trying to figure out how my room is going to be set up (laughs) for all these kids, but I can't wait for them to come back. And it's going to make life a lot easier for me not Mm -hmm. having to save things for this day and that day. Like we can just do everything all together. So I'm very excited for that. And we're, we're very excited too about the educational gains that presents then with um, being able to focus your efforts on the whole group um, with the lesson plans, like carrying out four days as opposed to yeah, two and two. Yeah, two, two and two has been very difficult. I'm like, this is my third year teaching first grade. So I'm like, I know where we're supposed to be right now. And it's very stressful that we're yeah. not there. And I, so I just actually reached out to the second grade teachers. I was like, listen, here's where we're at in math. What? 
pick out what you want me to teach yeah. before they get to second grade because I'm not getting through this whole book. And so having them four days a week, we're going to be able to move a lot faster and not have to just do two days of actual new instruction. We'll get four days of new instruction. So I think that will benefit these kids a lot. And I, I love that you talked about the collaboration between the grade levels and recognizing your limitations right now in this very strange world that we're, we've been living in. But you guys are working together to, um, to do what you can do to advance the kids and get them as ready as possible for their next grade level. Right. And like we know that this, these kids are in first grade. They missed half of kindergarten because in March last year, we didn't know what was going on. We were like, okay, you know, send me a video of you counting, yeah. um, things like that. And so now this year where we know these kids are a little bit behind where they should be. But what can we do to set them up for success in second grade? And that's going to be collaborating with those teachers. What do you need from us that we can spend this last quarter when we have all of our kids and get that done so that they're set up for success for second grade and then as they continue on? Absolutely. And we're very optimistic about uh, things looking forward. Uh, it's very exciting now to finally um, see a light at the end of the tunnel. I know all of us feel that way yes. um, in education and beyond. And you're in a new school. I am. It's wonderful. Yeah. I've got the dry erase board wall. So we're already trying to figure out how we can use this next year to just have one giant room and oh, like yeah. work together. Um, but we love it. It's amazing. I'm so grateful that I'm there. It's Amazing air conditioning at the beginning of the year, <laughs> fabulous. It was yeah, great. anybody who knew the old Ely can oh, yeah. certainly understand that. Uh, that yes, it, it was that was a blessing. I was like, all my friends like at other buildings. I was like, yes. oh, I'm so sorry. Like I had to wear a sweater today. I'm so sorry you were sweating. <laughs> You're rubbing it in. Yeah, a little. Yeah. A little. <laughs> Well, we're so glad to have you here. Now, you mentioned you've been um, teaching first grade for three years. Is that uh, three years in Elyria? So I've this is my sixth year in Elyria. Um, I, right out of college, I was hired at Prospect, and I taught third grade science and social studies. Then I was displaced. I was hired like two weeks before school started. So I was like, uh, all right, last one in, first one out. I got it. Uh, and then I got moved to Crestwood second grade. And I bumped down to first grade for two years. Last year, I taught kindergarten at Crestwood. Wow. And then I got the bump to Ely, which was a blessing in disguise because I was like, new building. Oh, <laughs> right? yeah. And I got first grade, which is what I've, I've decided after I've taught all those grades. Uh, that first grade has been my favorite so far. Aww. So I'm excited to be back in first grade. Uh, well, I, I have a first grader at home. She's a um, student at McKinley, mm -hmm. and so I'm a little familiar with the um, first grade kind of curriculum, but tell us, what does a first grader learn? Uh, Some of the major milestones, yeah, so I guess. First grade is all about putting everything together. So they learned a lot of the basics in kindergarten. They learned their letters and their letter sounds. They learned their numbers and kind of beginning strategies to add and subtract. Well, once we get to first grade, we're reading. These kids are making huge growths in reading. They've come in at um, in guided reading. We have like our levels. A is the lowest and then all the way up. Um, they're coming into us at like B's, A's kind of reading level. And 
by this time of the year, like I have kids who are reading letter I books. And so like they're That's just showing amazing. this yeah. huge growth in their reading and being able to use those strategies they learned from kindergarten. And then in math, we're learning all about, you know, actual strategies to add and subtract to try not to, you know, just focus on those little numbers. We're adding two digit numbers. We're learning about place value. We celebrate the 120th day instead of 100th day. I like the songs. Yes. Yeah. We got lots of songs. <laughs> Jack Hartman is our favorite. We like, to, we like to dance along with him every day. Um, but it, it's a lot of just building on those basic skills they learned in kindergarten, those fundamental skills they learned in kindergarten and digging deeper. Um, and that's kind of you know, in science and social studies as well, we kind of just touched on a lot of things in science and social studies in kindergarten. And then as we've moved on to first grade, we're going to dig a little deeper. And then when they get to second grade, they'll get real deep into those subjects. So, so you have a really cool project that you're doing right now. Speaking of um, social studies and science, I, I'm not sure if that's where it fits yes, in, but yes. <laughs> um, you're doing a mapping project. Yes. So in our curriculum map, um, we learn about maps and we're learning about, um, you know, all over the U.S. We're really focusing on like, okay, we know the United States is our country. If we zoom in a little bit, then we have our, our state, Ohio, and then we zoom in and we have Elyria. And then we have our street, which we're focusing on. Our school is on this street. Yeah. Um, and then we learn about uh, Oliver K. Woodman. It's a book that we read. And it's all about this wooden guy who gets traveling around the United States. And he sends postcards to this little girl as they're traveling. Uh, and in the past, we've made our own Olivers out of paper and then I get addresses from the families and then we send them out to those people. Kind of like a flat Stanley yes. project. A lot of people are more familiar with that. Um, and this year I thought, okay, every time I've done this, we only get a lot of places in Ohio. We get, you know, a lot of our Olivers are going to Cleveland and different places that are close to us. And so I was like, okay, I don't know people all over the country to send these two to make it more diverse and kind of learn about more cultures and different places. And so I decided, okay, we'll make a map and we will ask friends, family, reach out to the community to see if we could get a postcard from every state. And then it exploded. <laughs> I posted it on Facebook. It had like 70 shares in one wow. in like one day. Um, and we just started getting our postcards and we've already got one from Alaska, which I was like, that's right, guys, cool. I'm not sure we're going to get all of the States. <laughs> and we got one from Alaska. We've got California, Florida. We got one from Washington, DC. Um, and I only asked for postcards. People are writing notes to us, like Aww. keep learning, stay safe. Some people are sending us information about their state. So we're learning even more than I had originally thought. I was like, this is a fun project. We'll kind of figure out where states are on the map and kind of tell the difference between a different state and our state and just see the different landscapes and all that. And I am blown away by how much support that I've gotten for this project. It, it's a fantastic idea. And these postcards are coming from people you don't know, right? Yeah. In a lot of cases, you've never met yes. them. And it, it's crazy. So I'm like looking at these postcards and people are signing their names and I'm like, 
I don't know who this person is. And I don't know who this person is. I'm like, all of these people saw my Facebook post, whether it was shared from other people or they saw it on Instagram and they're sending us postcards, like just to help us learn. Like in this time where, you know, everybody is so stuck at being at home is over the COVID, like everyone's kind of, you know, just trying to figure out what to do. And they're reaching out and they're being so kind and sending us these. And it's just like amazing to see everybody come together. People I don't even know. Yeah. And I mean, it really neat. And I've got to imagine um, the kids are probably like just ready in the morning to see if they've gotten any new mail. Oh yeah. (laughs) Running to the box. (laughs) The very first day we got them was I think this Monday and Miss Dawn, our secretary at Ely, came down to my room and I was like, Hey, what's up? And she's like, I couldn't wait. I couldn't just put them in your mailbox. (laughs) You got postcards. And my kids started screaming. They were so excited. And so we, they were like, can we look at them now? I was like, no, we have to do math first. I was like, we'll do it when we get to social studies. So now I kind of like put them in my pocket and like try and hide them until social studies time. Cause they're like, can we read our postcards now? How about now? Can we do it now? I'm like, no. I'm like, when the doc gets to social studies on our schedule, then we can look at them. That's awesome. Yeah, they're so excited. And just seeing all of the different things that are on the postcards is pretty cool. Like we, Florida, we got so many and they're all different. Some are landscape pictures. Some are of a manatee and a dolphin. And when we looked at the manatee one, they're like, what's a manatee? So then that like led us into another lesson of, okay, well, this is what a manatee is and learning about the different animals that live there. So it's really cool that just this one little thing, all I wanted was like trying to get some postcards and it's turning into so many more lessons on top of that. You know, I wanted to ask you that question. I had that written down (laughs) to ask you, has this spurred all kinds of other conversations in the classroom? Yeah, they are so excited. We uh, the main postcard we got was from Maine, and uh, they gave us so many just like fun facts uh-huh. about Maine. And it had um, it was like, well, we're known for lobster, but we're and we're the biggest state in New England. And they're all like, what? So then we get to talk about, okay, well, this chunk of states is called the New England states, and if you look at them, which one looks the biggest? And so we're able to really like look into parts of the map that you don't really think about teaching, you know, like. We're learning about the states, like here's the outlines, and then they're asking you more and more questions. And so I'm like, all right, let's dig deeper. Let's find out more. It's not going to hurt for you to learn more than I was planning on. So yeah. it's great. I don't even know the New England states. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just know they have the Patriots. Yeah. Google helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, also, we also have Alexa in our classroom. So we ask her a lot of questions <laughs> too. Yeah. Well, you know, um, to... Marty and I have talked on the show about this with um, other guests about the importance of and the impact uh, that projects like this have that last forever on kids. So like when you step out of the typical learning plan, when you're getting away from the textbook and you're doing something really creative and imaginative like you're doing, they're going to remember this forever. I remember when I was in first grade we did flat Stanley. We traced our entire body 
And that my teacher, we colored it and my teacher laminated it. And then we took a walk to the post office because it was right across the street and we mailed them to family members out of state. So kind of like what our original plan is with Oliver. And I still have my giant flat Stanley. <laughs> I still have the book that my aunt and uncle sent me from Arizona all about my flat Stanley and what he did. Like, it's just such a cool yeah. thing to remember and I, it was awesome. And that's what some of the people reached out to me when I posted it. They were like, do you care if I get it from this place? My kids did a pro project like this and it was their favorite. They still talk about it. And that's what, as a teacher, I want to do. These kids are going to remember this project. They're going to remember how they felt when people reached out and gave us things just because they wanted to help us learn. Uh, so that's kind of the goal, I guess. <laughs> And, and especially, as you pointed out, during um, COVID, where we've been very isolated, and here they're getting mail from people they've never met, from places they may have never heard of, mm -hmm. talking about things they didn't know existed. Exactly. I mean, so fascinating for them. It is. And, and they, the conversations that they are even just having with each other when they think I'm not listening about these <laughs> postcards, like... Just talking about, oh, look at this. Like, look at this. It's, this is where this is. What? Like, they're so excited just to get mail. They don't even, like, realize that they're learning at the same time. They're just excited to get it. Yeah. And even just to understand the mail process that yeah. somebody from another state or country, you know, possibly um, mailed this, put postage on it, and it arrived to you. Yeah. And, and the... The funny thing is, like, I just lost my train of thought. Well, <laughs> um, okay. what I was thinking is kids think of mail as getting an Amazon package nowadays. Yeah. Is that yeah. very true? <laughs> Not communication. That's... Right, oh, right. Yeah, nobody that? writes letters anymore. No, and yeah. and the, I remember what I was going to say. They, so we've gotten a couple of postcards that have been, like, the one we got from Washington, D.C. was... Well, this is a postcard of Washington, D.C., but I'm actually mailing it from California. Oh. And so, like, I'm like, look, this <laughs> That's is That's a mind-blowing yeah, statement it, there for somebody. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay. That, okay, guys, it's from here, but it's all the way over here that she <laughs> sent it from. Uh, and we've actually had a lot of Illyria people who have wrote, like, I'm from Illyria, or our grandma oh. lives in Illyria. And it's like crazy for them to make those connections like oh that's neat oh, people, from outside yeah the, uh, and like, still people I, I don't know um have it was one from california we got that they said our grandma is from Illyria, oh. and they there was three little girls and they gave us their grades and one of them was in first grade and my kids thought that was the coolest thing oh a first grader from another state sent us a postcard have they asked if they can write them back have you heard that from the kids I have not. We are working on enjoying writing right yeah. now. So they're, they're yeah, their goal right now <laughs> is to write as little as possible. <laughs> they, they are like, my hand's tired. So I definitely think we, we do want to write some thank you cards. Um, the problem is, is a lot of the postcards just have our address on them. Yeah. So there's not really much I can do to reach back out to those sure. people, but I definitely think, you know, once it's all done, I will post it back on my Facebook, thanking everyone, um, probably with some cards from the kids to send to people who I know sent them, yeah. um, to just thank them for helping us learn and 
being part of this huge project. Well, that might be something we could help with too, with a, a video or something to kind of a thank you video. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, we're just to mention we are gonna um, come over to to visit you yes. um, possibly next week to see some of your postcards, and then we'll have a a video component of this um, this segment on Pioneer TV on YouTube. So that'll be exciting. Yes. But if somebody wants to send you a postcard, what do they need to do? All they need to do is send it to Ely Elementary, Miss Mazzola's class, 312 Golf Road, Elyria, Ohio, 44035. Awesome. We're going to um, try to enc- help encourage, uh, encourage that to happen with our um, podcast here and then on our social media channels. Yes. But, I mean, I'm just amazed at what you've done already. And I think you said something really um, fantastic and so meaningful before the show, and that was you were talking about the power of social media, good and bad. Yes. So this has been an amazing use of social media. I posted this on my Facebook and Instagram, and people shared it. And that's kind of how we're reaching out so far is to get other people who know other people to send us our postcards. But I also think it's really important for these kids to see, like, this is how many people saw this in one day. Imagine if you posted something not so great, Yeah, how many people could see that in one day? And just to understand that technology is so powerful, but we still have to imagine that we're talking to real people. We're talking about real people. So whatever you say on social media you better be either willing to say it to someone's face because yeah. they're going to find out. You don't, you know, those those hate comments that people are posting on celebrities' comments, like they're not, they're not going to see it. They're not going to affect them. But from you putting that out there, that's a negative impact on you and your online reputation, which is going to follow you and stick with you. Yeah. So you want to be smart about what you post because you can use social media in an amazing way. Connect with people. Um, I have a teacher Instagram and I just use that to communicate with other teachers, learn from other teachers all across the world. So that's awesome. But if I were to use that in a negative way, that's going to stick with me way more than any positive thing I post. So we're also kind of using this as be careful what you do on the internet. Be careful what you're doing. I didn't put my personal address for them to send postcards to because That's not information that I want out for the world. Sure. I posted the school because one, they can look it up. And two, it's, it's exciting for them to get it at school. And then I don't have to forget postcards at home and all that. But you know, technology is awesome. And especially with COVID, we've learned so much about technology and my kids have learned way more in technology this year than ever before, but it can also be negative. And we have to make sure that you know, we're teaching our kids that it's awesome, but if you use it right. Um, so that's a part of this project. I didn't expect that I was going to come out of it, but it's great to learn that as well. That's a great message. I, I just uh, videoed a uh, roundtable discussion with some kids, and uh, it was regarding bullying. Mm-hmm. And they spoke about uh, the bullying online and how they all agreed that that was the worst type of bullying. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's just yeah. Well, yeah. within the last not even 20 years. Oh, I no. Think, I mean, when I was in everything. high school and, you know, 
it, it, there wasn't really, I mean, there was Facebook was just kind of becoming popular when I was in high school. So I don't personally have experiences with this as these kids are. And so I have to kind of figure out how to understand it and how to help them. But, you know, people are able to make fake accounts and post things and say all these mean things. And it's just terrible. Because Incognito. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't know who they are. Or some people will even post with their name attached to it. Mm-hmm. And then when they're confronted or, you know, problems are trying to be solved, they're like, well, I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that even if you don't mean it, it's out there and it's attached to your name and your reputation. You know, it's not going away. You can delete that comment, but there's screenshots of that comment. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of things that it doesn't go away. So when you want to post something, you need to think about it first. Mm-hmm. If you're angry, upset, write it in your notes on your phone, write it in the notes where it, it's not going to be posted somewhere. Think about it. Sleep on it. Look at it, and you're going to feel better knowing that you didn't post something that was going to hurt someone else. I, I love that so much. Um, thank you for, for that and recognizing that and, and looking at it from both sides. And at such a young age, to be talking to first graders about the impact of social media, because like you said, they all have more access to technology than ever before. Oh, yeah. And to, to understand the the wonderful things that they can do with it, but also the negative power that it can have if used um, inappropriately is right, just, right. It's just an immense lesson. Um, you've taken this in so many amazing <laughs> directions. Um, we're so excited that you came on today to talk about this project, and we're looking forward to part two coming to your class yes. and actually videotaping it. But um, thank you, Mandy. Thanks uh, to all the teachers out there and um, friends around the country who've been sending you postcards. Yes. Maybe you'd like to say a little quick uh, thanks to them. And Yes. Thank you so much for everyone who has sent us postcards. I was imagining that maybe we would get a couple postcards from my post, and I've been blown away with the amount that we've gotten in one week. So thank you so much to everyone who has given us postcards and have been supporting us uh, through this project. Well, thanks for what you're doing, Mandy. It's awesome. And if you want to send postcards, send them to Ely Elementary, 312 Golf Road, Elyria, Ohio. And we'll post that information on our page. Thanks for joining us.